Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Stupid Zhang Show. It is episode 22. Eric, this episode is going to be one of my favorites because we will be talking about the Montreal Canadiens yeah. versus the Toronto Maple Leafs uh, series. And of course, we will be looking at round two of the NHL playoffs and predicting or giving our predictions and our thoughts. But first, as always, Eric, this episode is brought to you oh, by yeah. Odd Streak Fantasy, the best yeah. in-play fantasy app on the market. Pick two to three players in the NBA while you're watching your favorite teams and watch them make you some money. Hot Streak is matching your initial deposit as a bonus. So get Hot Streak Fantasy app now for sure. Of course, during the playoffs too. Oh, that, it's, that it's probably, so much more fun. You know, yeah. Definitely uh, more amusing to bet money in the playoffs. Exactly. So, so definitely get into Hot Streak Fantasy if you want to start making some quick money on the NBA. Of course, even if you know your stuff and you're a pro. But uh, as always, Eric, roll it! Back to the Stibbizang Show. Um, it is episode 22, Eric. What a night. We what are filming night. this yeah. directly after the Montreal Canadiens. Hey. They come back down from 3 1 in the series oh to win it in God. game seven with a score of 3 1 versus three to one, the yeah. Toronto Maple Leafs. Maple Leafs. Eric, all right, we have a lot to break down. A lot, a lot. lot yeah. Before we start off, Eric, I have an apology to make because a last episode, as many of you, as many of you know, I said the series was over. I said the Leafs were going to win it, and I said it was over. Obviously, by the looks of it at the time, uh, the first four games happened. Montreal won game 1-2-1. Toronto came back 5-1, and then uh, believe they had a shutout 4 nothing in game yeah. three. And then it was like 4-1, I, I think. think or 2-1, or, or they won Toronto or something like that. Anyway, they had like 5-1 and then 4 nothing. They played back-to-back. Uh and Montreal scored four goals in four games. So there, there weren't any improvements uh, or any uh, optimism that they're kind of showing me during the games for me to, 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 make, to make me believe that this team could pull it off. Like it, if the games were close, there were one goal leads, whatever, in OT, the first four games. And yeah, I would have been like, yeah, okay, I see sparks of the Montreal Canadiens exactly. playing with the Maple Leafs. They're, playing, they're, they're able to play with their momentum and the superstars. Then yeah, I would have said, yeah, this series isn't over. But man, those four first games, they didn't show me anything. So I said the series was over. And then game five, game six, they get back-to-back. First of all, the Montreal Canadiens, for those who didn't know, are the first team in NHL history to cough up multi-goal leads in a playoff game and then win it in overtime in consecutive games. They're the first team. That's a, that's a weird stat. That's a yeah. fun stat um, for sure. But they go back-to-back game five, game six. They win in OT. And then they head in Toronto, Game 7. And Eric, man, that line of Philip Deneau, uh, Jacob, yeah. Brendan Gallagher. I mean, let's remember, Thomas Tatar it was a healthy scratch. Exactly. Game 6 and Game 7. Thomas Tatar. Uh, this was a guy who came into Montreal's first year. He had a career-high 65 points. Um, he didn't look himself in the playoffs. Wasn't really generating any offense. And then uh, they scratched him. Jake Evans was back healthy. And man, Jake Evans, Eric. This guy is so underrated oh, in the he's Montreal, made for the playoffs, uh, man. I'm telling you, Montreal lineup. This guy yeah. has proven or has earned his spot in the playoffs. For sure. I don't see oh, him yeah. getting scratched anytime against Winnipeg yeah. or anything like that. Um, he's become he's he's transcending into that two way player that that really well made two way player. Oh, for sure. Um, he's great. Like he was great um, against McDavid when Deneau was out. I remember uh, during the regular season where that line scored like three goals for the Montreal Canadiens. He was able to shut down McDavid. 
Um, and now with Philip Deneau, they were able to shut down Mitch Marner, Austin Matthews, who had a disappointing series, Eric. And this is a big reason why yeah. the Toronto Maple Leafs uh, unfortunately lost in game seven is because their superstars did not show up. Austin Matthews had one goal. Uh, mm-hmm. Mitch Marner had zero goals. He had like one point. Yeah. So the stars didn't show up. Uh, is there a similar tale that I see uh, in the playoffs where that same thing happened? Oh, wait, that's right. The Edmonton Oilers, the same thing happened to them where their stars got shut down. So pretty much a yeah. copycat Toronto Maple Leafs and uh, the Edmonton Oilers. The Leafs, it seems like, Eric, they've proven that they cannot win with Mitch Marner and Austin Matthews, yeah. who are 20-something million dollars of your cap, uh, or of your salary, basically. Um, they, they can't get it done. It's been a few years now, a couple years oh, against Boston. Yeah, a lot of, yeah. A couple years against Boston. They lost oh to Columbus, uh, embarrassingly, and then they lose to the Montreal Canadiens. No, they just can't finish. That's what, that's what the thing is. They just don't, like, they lack comp, like, they just choke. Like, they're just in their own heads. Like, it, yeah. I don't think it's talent. Like, they have all the talent. They have the, probably... Arguably the most talented teams are second most like they have one of the most talented teams, teams but in the NHL for sure. It's just they it's something about like their mentality. They don't go into like the they just choke the it. Yeah. The regulars. Yes, for sure. They're definitely the regular season is definitely a different league than the yeah. NHL playoffs exactly. for sure. There's there's probably games in the regular season where you know nobody's hitting and that gives space for Matthews and Marner to do their mm-hmm. thing, skate yeah. around. But in the playoffs, it's a different everyone's, story. Everyone's everyone on is it. hitting. Yeah. Everyone is checking you. Everyone's gonna mm-hmm. shadow you like every minute, and that's why it made it hard for Austin Matthews and Mitch exactly. Marner, score, especially Mitch Marner, a guy who I think is the most um, important player to the Toronto Maple Leafs. You, you might say it's Austin Matthews. I mm-hmm. think it's Mitch Marner. I think Mitch Marner drives the offense on that line in Toronto. And when he can't get going, then Matthews can't really get going uh, because they're that dynamic duo. Uh, duo. Of course, the Maple Leafs, Eric, they were missing John Tavares. They missed Jake Muzzin in Game 7. Unfortunately, uh, two big pieces to their team, Jake Muzzin being arguably, in my opinion, their best shutdown defenseman. And John yep. Tavares, of course, as we know, he's a great player. But injuries derailed them. The Leafs, as always, Eric, choke in yeah. round one. Of the Stanley Cup Man. playoffs. So, first of all, I, I have to say sorry. I, 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 I apologize to the Montreal Canadiens. This is, yeah. my, this is my, my live apology to the Montreal Canadiens because they proved me wrong. I doubted them. A lot of people doubted them. A lot of the analysts doubted them. And they proved everyone mm-hmm. wrong, Eric. And going into this Winnipeg series, like I would love the Canadiens to beat the Jets. But, hey, listen... Just beating the Leafs alone and coming back. Exactly. That's a, yeah. Anything. Uh, I am anything's so up from satisfied. Here. Yeah. That's yeah. like my Stanley Cup. Oh, a hundred percent. So just beating the Leafs. I mean, how could you call this an old time rivalry? I don't understand how you can. Yeah, call this an I know what you mean. It, it's, it's more of like because it's the two biggest cities in Canada, right? Yeah. And even like I'm a Detroit fan. Like I don't even like the Montreal Canadiens, but in this series, like there's not a, there's not a team I hate more than Toronto Maple Leafs. Like who? Who doesn't hate the Toronto Maple Leafs, especially if you're Montreal? Exactly. Like, they're always talking about Toronto Maple Leafs, this Toronto Maple Leafs. I, mean, I get on. this is how I uh, go ahead. Finish. Yeah, they talk about the Leafs, like you're saying all like, the time. They, like, you they, go on they, any they hype it up. Sportsnet, everything. They're Toronto, this, and then they don't even talk about the other teams. And then now they're out. Now all the other teams are going to get more attention. You know what I mean? That, that's exactly it. You make a good point. This rivalry has been fueled by the media, Eric. Let's oh, look back at yeah. the history. Let's look back yeah. at the history. Yeah. You know what it's been? It's been this. It's been. Montreal Canadiens 
having a grasp of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Exactly. Japan, and it's this. That's been it in the past <laughs> yeah. years, the 70s, the 60s. Exactly. It, Always. You know, it, it, if, it wasn't Det- if it wasn't Toronto, it, it was Detroit. Like mm-hmm. this media, these Toronto, Ontario born media personnel, these analysts who were born in Toronto and were, they grew up Leafs fans and had their exactly. dreams crushed by the glory years of the Montreal Canadiens now fueled up this rivalry. This made up, <laughs> I call it this made up rivalry because realistically there is no rival once the yeah. montreal canadians and toronto maple leafs when's the last time they're in the playoffs 1979 exactly at least last won the cup in 1967 it's yeah. been like 30 something years since these these teams last faced in the playoffs it's not yeah. like a montreal boston series where they faced the playoffs in 2014 that went to game seven and they have like a crazy playoff history back in the days exactly but, but this rivalry eric there is no rivalry. <laughs> There's no oh, rivalry yeah. between the Montreal Canadiens and Toronto. It's even done. after the, yeah, even after Toronto this, beat them in 1970. I mean, Montreal beat them in 1979. What five games or something, or four games? I think oh it was. God. And yeah. they beat them this year in seven. There's no rivalry anymore. Yeah. There's no such thing as a Toronto Montreal rivalry. Just because there is no evidence to support. Yeah, okay. The regular season they play in the Atlantic Division. Who cares? They last played in 1979 in the playoffs. You mm-hmm. can't grow a rivalry based off the regular season. Come yeah. on, and so, especially after this, like, t- like Montreal is the Canadian city. Like, it's a hockey town of, of of Canada for sure. Like Montreal, like, as- especially after this, like Toronto, like, there's literally no competition. Like, Toronto's a joke right now. Like, I'll be honest. Like, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, there's, I-, I feel so bad for like Toronto. I don't. Especially, like, I love this. this I is, don't this feel is no, a dream. I, I know. I, <laughs> I love seeing. I go on the Toronto Maple Leafs Instagram and I read the comments. And I laugh at them. I laugh, Eric, because it brings me such joy to see the yeah, Leafs exactly. suffering. It brings me so much joy. Yeah, because I'll be honest, Leaf fans—they're—they're they're, they're kind of the worst because they're the—they're the loudest ones. I mean, Habs are they as have, worse as them, but no, no. But, but I know what you mean. But at least, yeah, Montreal wins. They—they they back it up. They've been underdogs a bunch of times, and they prove it. At least when they're underdogs, they just suck. And when they're—they're they're, they're no, when they're to win, when they they're lose. the top dogs, they suck. When yeah, they're the even top dogs, they suck. Exactly. But when they're the top dogs, they suck. When they're at the bottom, they suck. Montreal, they suck if you're at whenever. the bottom, they could su- surprise teams from time to time. You know what I mean? And that's like, where we get into our next point. They surprise teams, exactly. Eric. Do you know why? Because of this guy exactly. right here. Yeah. Carey Price. Playoff Carey Price. Eric, there is no goaltender in the NHL right now that is better than playoff Carey Price. Oh, playoff Carey. 100%. There's exactly. no goaltender in the league better mm-hmm. than, uh, mm-hmm. than uh, playoff Price. And mm-hmm. yes. He is the reason we came back, Eric. He is mm-hmm. the reason. You exactly. Know, talk about Dominic Ducharme. I don't want him to, to get the head coach tag and, you know, no, no, or yeah. interim. Keep the interim head coach. He is the only reason we are yeah. still in this. Exactly. He stopped 13 shots in OT in game six, kept the team, gave the team a chance. They scored in overtime and had a amazing, one of his best games I've ever seen. Yeah, Price. Exactly. One of his best games I've ever seen in game seven to beat the Leafs. Carry Price, playoff carry Price won us this series. Hopefully, you can do it again. But he was amazing. I yeah. mean, Eric, there were stretches in the series where the Habs would score, and then for the rest of the game, they wouldn't do anything. They would yeah. maybe have three shots, four yeah, shots exactly. on that, and it would be this guy who would be holding the lead for us. So kudos to Carey Price because he won us this series. Yeah, and a lot of Carey Price does get it. Oh, everyone's like, oh, he's overpaid, 10.5 million. But like, if you look at it, like this guy has always show up in the playoffs. Like, like last year, obviously the team wasn't that good. Even the year before that, he wasn't scoring no goals. Don't forget, like when they made the conference finals, that was Carey Price, and then Carey Price got injured. Like if they had Carey, that probably would have been a difference. And it's you know New what York I mean? Rangers, like, yeah. He's 20, always uh, show up in the playoffs. Yeah. Like 
that's if you pay a player a lot of money, you want them like you obviously regular season matters, but like if they show up in the playoffs, that, that's all that matters. That's why everyone's ripping off t- Toronto because they're paying all these big players and they're not showing up in the playoffs. Like, what's the point of paying like Austin Matthews and M- Mitch Marner a bunch of money if you're gonna have like Kotenemi outscoring them? Like, yes, exactly. You know what I mean? Um, yes, for sure. If Carey Price wants to take his sweet ass time in the regular season, take time off to show up like yeah, this exactly. In the playoffs, I'm all for it, man. As long as they get in and he shows up like that, because yeah. look, it proves to go. Montreal was the fourth seed in the North. They had like what a 16 point differential between them and Toronto. It doesn't matter in the playoffs oh, yeah, as long as you get yeah. in and have playoff Carey Price in your crease. You most like it, and he's proved that you have the advantage. He has mm-hmm. proved it. If you have Carey Price, playoff Carey Price, and Ed's, you have the advantage, and he has mm-hmm. clearly proven that this series because, like I said, he's had no goal support really this series. Um, Montreal, like I've said, have been on their heels at times when Toronto yeah. has scored on them, and they can't muster any offense when Carey Price has saved their bags. So, like I said, an embarrassment for the Leafs. What oh. happens now to Leafs in the offseason, Eric? I mean, <laughs> what, what, what? I, I don't even want to hear it. Like, I always hear this hype every year. Oh, this is our, our year. They, they do they make so many transactions like mm-hmm. and even like I, I like we were talking about like over oh, like oh the least they're such a good team this year but like come on like you have to be able to they get all these players they're get, they got john Tavares for free like they get all of this stuff and they they can't do anything with it like it's so sad like come on yeah, like, for, for sure like they literally uh, cheated yeah. their way to the play like, they got so many freebies and they still couldn't make it happen like come yeah on. let me tell you this toronto did lead the league in penalties uh, like uh, given to them, they led the le- uh, the le- uh, the league. Sorry, and yeah, basically during the Toronto, yeah, they're a great regular season team, Eric. Yeah, yeah, for sure. When teams are not hitting, like I said, and it's that regular season atmosphere, and it gives more space to these skilled talent players. Yeah, they're a great team. They got Joe Thorne. They had Jason Spezza. They added Wayne Simmons. They tried mm-hmm. to get their team grittier, uh, bigger. They added TJ Brody. It doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah. matter. If you're not going to have your star players show up, it doesn't matter. Don't expect Joe Thorne, Jason Spets, and all exactly. that to lead your team in Game 7. Great, It's great to have vet experience. Like you saw Corey yeah. Perry score uh, in Game 7. Yeah. Like vet, it's, it's great to have vet experience so, so they can get their better players right mm-hmm. in that mentality, right? To yeah. get them ready for Game 7. That's what mm-hmm. Joe Thorne and Jason Spets' exactly. job was. But it doesn't matter. If your top guys won't show up, you can't expect these exactly. vets to, to put but what, Yeah, board. what I really like about uh, this series especially is, as we usually, like, Montreal is a team that takes a dumb penalty. It's like, Montreal is oh, yeah. known for taking, but they... Undisciplined, like, for sure. And Mitch Martyr, remember Mitch Martyr is, like, delivered the glass. Like, they started, like, they started getting their own, and they took bad penalties. And because Montreal's, are, if you think about it, they're a really good five-on-five team. Like, oh, yeah. They're really good on the five-on-five, and the only reason they're not as good usually is because they're uh, they're um, they're they're not on the power play that often, and they always have they're always on a four-on-five, and w- which makes it tough on them, right? But uh, this year, this time it was Toronto, and oh man, For sure. oh, it's For sure. I, I'm so happy. Like I'm happy to be in Montreal right now. I'll be honest. Um, yes, uh, for sure. What was I going to say? You brought up a good point about the uh, the, the penalties. Um, the yes, sorry, yes. Going into Game Seven, Toronto was actually outscoring Montreal five on five at even strength. Oh yeah, and more okay. Goals going into yeah. Game Seven, it's Toronto's power play, which boggles my mind that this power play did not show up in in this series. It did not show up. One thing I was 
frightened of going into the series. I said, remember, it was like what, a few uh, a yeah. few episodes back. I said, yeah. I said Montreal's going to be undisciplined like they were during the regular season. Yeah. Toronto's going to get all these power plays. They're gonna they're gonna win. Man, they still got all their goddamn power yeah, plays that but, they wanted, yeah, okay, and they yeah, did not score on them. Their power yeah. plays suck, and that's what cost them the series. And oh. for, for the reason I keep pointing like this to, to the side is because my TV's here. And, and you're watching, yeah, yeah. Like Montreal-Toronto <laughs> game right now. Yeah, and I keep pointing at them. That's why. But yes, their special teams did not show up. Montreal special teams, yes, you could say ish they showed up. Hey, Carey I mean, Price, their power Carey play, Price showed up. Yeah. Their power play was better than Toronto's. Yeah. Their penalty kill was better than Toronto's, and Carey Price showed up basically. So yeah, that's a big bonus. Exactly. So, I mean, that's all I have against the Leafs. Basically, I I said my uh, apology. I doubted this team. I apologize for sure. Hopefully they can keep this up in Winnipeg. I don't want them to just like hit a stump now and totally give up. It is a grueling series. They played seven games. They play on Wednesday. Uh, that's going to be a tough... Uh, hopefully Montreal goes in there with the same momentum or maybe they'll be burnt out because they played a seven-game series against the Maple Leafs and Winnipeg swept the Jets. So they've been waiting for a while now. Yeah. Speaking of that series, Eric, we're done with this Leafs have talks. There's nothing to talk about. There's like, nothing to talk about. No it's reason over. to mention the yeah. Leafs again and give them that attention. Let's exactly. move on to round two of the NHL playoffs, Eric, which is now officially underway with Montreal winning. Vegas, Colorado, they played game one. Boston Islanders, they played two games. Carolina, Tampa, they played one game. So Colorado leads Vegas 1-0. Boston, New York is now tied after tonight. Yeah. Tampa leads Carolina 1-0. We've done this before. We're always late with the round predictions. It's okay. Exactly. Thankfully, Montreal, Winnipeg, 0-0. Exactly. Let's start in the West, Eric. Vegas, Colorado. Oh. Colorado came out buzzing game one. What was it? Yeah. 7-1, I think. <laughs> I mean, yeah. had a 10-minute power play. Ryan Reeves is suspended now uh, for two games. Mm-hmm. And Colorado just looked great in game one. Let's talk about Vegas, Eric. Marc-Andre Fleury started round one against the Minnesota Wild. That went to yeah. game seven. Yeah. Vegas decides to start Robin Lehner in Big mistake. game one of Colorado. Yeah. Now, I'm looking at it. At first, I was like, what the heck? This makes no sense. Yeah. And then I tried to reason as the coach. I was trying to think like I'm the coach. I'm like, listen, Fleury did play a, be- uh, a best of seven, right? He played seven games. Mm-hmm. No one expected the Minnesota Wild to do that. So, yeah, maybe we can give him some time off. One rest. Yeah, he's 36 like, years old. Yeah, I give him one game No, off. you never do that, Eric. No, I know. Always ride the hot goaltender. Marc-Andre Fleury in the playoffs. Does nobody know his numbers? Can someone yeah, pull up? Can, I know, can, I know. But don't forget, Robin, Robin Leonard is a very good goaltender too, but he... But he was ice cold. This guy's... Exactly, you can't, so just throw it, you can't just throw him in the second and round. He had a bad game. I mean, Colorado was all over Vegas, oh but God. he let in some weak goals. He did let yeah. in some weak goals, but still, like, you know, would it have been different with Marc-Andre Fleury? I don't know. I think Colorado still wins that game. Yeah. I, I still think Colorado wins yeah, that game. Yeah, Colorado wins it, playing. but it wouldn't be as big as a, of a difference obviously, for sure. As you know, Marc-Andre Fleury for sure is starting game two. I don't even need to find out. Yeah. So Colorado leads one nothing. Eric. Still one more game in Colorado. What, what, who do you think is winning the series? I have, I'll be honest. I love this Colorado team. Like, this is such a... I watch these games. Colorado is so good. Like... They're always like they have so mm. many players that could score whenever you know what I mean. Yeah. Like they have so many their offensive talent, like their defense, like they move the puck so well. They have Grubauer, which is which who's one of like the best goalies in the league right now, which is really good for them. But yo, and they're they're missing Kadri too. He's suspended eight games. Uh, eight games. 
on uh, who who did he hit? I forgot who he I hit, but who he hit, but it was a dirty hit. Yeah, exactly. But if, imagine that Kadri too, because Kadri's a big playoff guy. He so once definitely. he comes back, yeah, like uh, they'll probably be, be even better. But yo, I wouldn't be surprised if Colorado wins it wins it all this year. But let's let's not go that far. But uh, let's focus on this series. I have okay. I have Colorado winning. I'd say six six games. I believe. Um, Vegas is a really deep team. Like they have, they don't have any weaknesses. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, what they show me against Minnesota, they show that vulnerability. uh, Yeah. Vulnerability for sure. Like, come on. Minnesota is a good team, but if you compare Minnesota, I don't think I I did say it was going to be a long series because I I thought Minnesota was a good team. But mm-hmm. then again, you're as the Vegas Golden Knights, you cannot let that go to Game Seven. Oh yeah, exactly. You have to close sure. that out, man. And then it was it was pretty surprising to see Colorado sweep uh, St. Louis for sure, though. Like in mm. four games, that was quick, easy. Oh, like for sure. like that that was very impressive. I'm not gonna lie, because uh, St. Louis, because like St. Louis, a really good team too. So um, I'm really impressed with Colorado. Love their team, and uh, think they're gonna win in five. Yeah, probably okay. five six. So I this six. is my thought process. I mean, you had the McKinnon line face off against yeah. the St. Louis blind against Ryan O'Reilly, one of the best yeah. two-way, two-way players in, yeah. in, in defensively. So I'm looking at this. I'm like, okay, okay. Obviously, Nathan McKinnon made quick work of Ryan O'Reilly's Ryan. That, they didn't do anything against them. Yeah. You look at this Vegas first line, you got Mark Stone, who's yeah, one Mark of the Stone. best two-way wingers, yeah, probably yeah. the best two-way winger the, yeah. um, in the league. And then you got what Max Pacioretty, I think, on that line, and Stevenson. Mm-hmm. Anyway. If that line has no answers for Nate McKinnon's line, then it's over. The series is done. Mm-hmm. Vegas, yeah, they have all the pieces. They got the forward groups. They got the defense. They got the mm-hmm. goaltending, right? Mm-hmm. But five on five, if you can't contain Nate McKinnon's line, you are going to lose every single time exactly. if you can't figure these guys out. And game one, and of course, like you said, the St. Louis series, game one, all that, it's, all that it shows me is that like no one can stop these guys. Exactly. Yeah. Lewis can't stop them. Ryan Lurie can't stop them. Mark Stone. And it's only been one game, but I, I'm showing early signs. I'm going off to game one. They they had no answers for Nathan McKinnon, Miko Rant, and mm-hmm. Gabriel Landeskog, and that's on top of three other good lines at the Colorado. Oh, Avalanche really good now. lines. Yeah. That Kadri. He's spending eight games. He's not going to play in this yeah, series. Yeah, but so like Andre Burakovsky, Tyson Yos, like mm-hmm. Soderberg, exactly. like so many like good like 40, 50 point guys, yep. like just like really solid players that that get so, their, their job done. Like you, I'm going to take. I'm going to go Colorado. I'm going to go Colorado in six as well. Fair, fair. Colorado in six as well. I mean, unless Vegas shows me that they can contain this line. Mm-hmm. Then I will have full. But if this if five on five they torch that first line and they no one can stop Nate McKinnon because I mean you look at all the two way centers on that team you got William Carlson yeah okay yeah Mark Stone who's there uh, like and then who else who you pinpointing out after that it's kind of like there's really no gritty checking centerman or four that shuts their best players down ready uh, really yeah so if that Mark Stone line can't shut them down I'm taking Colorado so let's move on. To the Boston Islanders series. It is 1-1. It is now a best of five. And Islanders split in Boston. Now they're headed back to the Coliseum in New York, Manhattan for game three. Eric, I had Boston. Moving on from the Washington Capitals, you had the Capitals. I had Washington, yeah, I know. Do you believe in the Boston Bruins now that they proved you wrong, or are you going with the Islanders? (sighs) 
I'll be because this one's tough, right? Because I think in the other one I also had Pittsburgh, so th- Pittsburgh. I think it's I think it's a oh for two there. Because yeah. but that that the thing there is, I so many times there's so many years like I'm always like oh Islanders like like oh, I think they're gonna lose first round and then they they win and even like a couple of years ago when they beat Pittsburgh I forgot who they but they they're always like very yeah. they always get to the second round for some reason mm-hmm. and. Uh, bro, it's just so tough to pick Islanders over Boston, right? Because if you look at all the players Boston have, like they have talent. And I I watched a bit of the game because uh, Montreal like during the the breaks mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, bro, those are like that's a good series. Like there's so much action, so much hitting. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Oh, there's nothing better than I I know we're Montreal, but like there's nothing better than Boston in the playoffs. They they're always hitting like. They play so physical. They play well. I'm telling you. Yeah. But, um, fuck. Where am I going? I'm gonna go with Boston. Boston in seven. I, I, I'm pretty. I'm pretty confident this is going seven. I'll be honest. Yeah, I do think this is going seven as well. Cause I really do. Like, um, like I, I was watching the game and the first period, like Boston had control, but second period, Islanders scored three goals, like just like that, and then give up two. And it's three exactly. Three to go to and how big is Bovillia for them? Like he's been. Oh yeah. Bovillia's been really good, and it, it just shows like. Like the Islanders, Barry Trotz, like he's got this this team under system control, and he's been system. yeah he's been getting the system under control. So yeah. um, I think Boston, um, I I know their defense is a little shaky, but um, I I think their offense makes up for it. Tuka Rask, I want or even I think they had Halak playing today. I'm not sure, but if their goaltending was a little Tuka Rask, right? You sure? Because I I'm pretty sure I heard someone say Halak. Why the hell would Halak be starting? Bro, I swear I heard Halak today. Wait, wait. Give me two seconds. That was Rask. What are you saying? Oh, yeah, it was Rask. Rask. Okay. Why the heck would he be in there? I don't know. Because I, I think I heard Gabe say Halak. So I was like, okay. I, <laughs> so this is Gabe's fault. Okay. My bad. Right. But uh, yeah, Rask. But like, I, Rask needs to be a little more solid. Like, like I, I, I don't know. Because do you believe in Rask? Like, he, he's been there sometimes, but. Yeah, I, I, I do. I do believe Rask is a, is a, elite goaltender in this league. Mm-hmm. The thing I the thing that scares me though is because when I had the Islanders against the Pittsburgh Penguins, one of the biggest things is why I took the Islanders because of the goaltending mm-hmm. of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Like remember I said Pittsburgh Penguins don't have the goaltending to win this match. Exactly, yeah. And New York, not a big scoring team, right? They, they kind of have Matt no, Barzell exactly. on a leash. Barry Trotz kind of has him on a leash. He doesn't yeah. want to let him go. We're not really yeah. seeing I want to I just want him to 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 floor it, to flourish. I mean Matt Barzell is He's one of the, like the best skaters in this game. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. Clean, when it comes yeah. to hands too, and just the the, yeah. the raw talent. And yeah. Barry Trotz has him on a leash and doesn't want to get him go because every time New York's gonna win, I feel like it's gonna be a low scoring game. And you know what that means? That means you're shutting down Pasternak, Marchand, Taylor Hall, and that's a tough thing to do every night. Uh, Islanders. They went to six against Pittsburgh. I'm gonna take uh, Boston seven as well. I mean, Boston. I just I I find it too hard to shut down. Uh, Marchand, Bergeron, Pasternak. Mm-hmm. I find it too hard to shut them down. So, I think Rask is a great goalie. I think Boston, you know, the Islanders have trouble are gonna have trouble scoring on him more than Yari, of course, Tristan Yari. So I'm gonna take Boston purely because of their their offense, and exactly. I feel like it's gonna be a, a challenge for New York to New York to shut that down. I really do. That's fair. That's fair. So that series going seven for me. Let's go to Carolina, Tampa, Eric. Carolina Ooh. coming off 
game seven, was it? Did they go to game seven? Game six. Game, game six. six. Yeah. Yes. Uh, game six against Nashville. Well, a really close series for yeah, sure. Really like, it was close. very entertaining. And Tampa game six as well in Florida. Tampa has already won the first game. It's one nothing, Eric. But Eric, I'm all on Tampa to the final. Tampa is going to the finals this year. I mean, they are going to the final. They are $30 million over the cap space. They are going to beat Carolina purely because they're cheating. <laughs> no, but seriously, they have Kucherov back. They, they have still, they, they still have fucking Tyler Johnson somehow, Kalorn, all these guys. They're able to keep them. David Savard is now on the team. Yeah. I mean, this team is too good. Carolina, it seems like, like you said, in the other series of, I forget who was it, but the vulnerability, that's like the key word. Carolina yeah. was, you know, exposed by Nashville. Exactly. So, and I like Tampa's goaltending more than Carolina, and I like yeah. their offense better. I like their defense better. They're better five on five. They're better. They're better in special teams. So, I'm gonna say Tampa in six. Okay, but because this is how I look at it. Because um Carolina, like, come on, how do you let uh like like Forsberg is good, but like Forsberg like. Like, like, yeah. like Nashville's forwards aren't even that good. Like, and you let them go to game six. Like, imagine what Tampa's gonna do to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, Tampa. And listen, team... it was a close game one. It was two one. It was very yeah, close. yeah, exactly. But I feel like the floodgates will soon open for Tampa. Oh yeah, for sure. But Carolina does have a really good team. Yes, they do. Look... And for um, sure. I be- and I believe uh, what's it? Alex Jekovic? Yeah, Yeah, he's been really good for them. Uh, so. I think I'm I'm gonna go Tampa. I think it's quicker than I, I think it's gonna go five or five, five six. I I'd say five. I wouldn't be surprised if it went five. Okay. Well, I didn't I didn't doubt or sorry I I don't want to doubt Carolina that hard. I know. Carolina's no. still a good team. They have the offense. Okay, they got no. the defense. I so. know. But if I have to make a prediction, I'd say yeah. I, I'd say Tampa. It in could five. very well be in five if uh, if it just goes purely but, matchup I, versus matchup. I, I I really love Carolina's team for sure though, because oh uh, man, Carolina. If you look at their team, like. They have a lot of weapons, like Vincent Trocek been showing up. Martin Neches, a lot of depth players. Martin Neches, yeah, Nino Niederreiter. Uh, yeah, the, exactly. the list goes on, and then you got Aho, Shvechnikov. Yeah, uh, even Poivo uh, Teravainen's back. Teravainen, exactly. So yeah, I mean their team is complete on the forward mm-hmm. and defenseman too. They got Jacob Slavin, one of the best uh, shutdown defensemen. Dougie yeah. Hamilton, power yeah. play specialist. He's a big body too. But like I said, Tampa is just. Yeah, too good. I mean, they like I said, they're they're not an eligible playoff team technically because there's no salary cap in the playoffs. Exactly. They were able to get Kucherov back and all and be able to keep all these players. So. But how entertaining would a Tampa Colorado final be? And it might happen. Like that'd be such a good final. I'll be honest. If that does happen, that just means that you just suggested that Montreal wouldn't be there. That Montreal wouldn't come out of the north. Okay, is that how you're seeing it? Montreal came out of the north, wouldn't be Colorado. I. I Listen, Montreal Colorado is not even a thing. It probably won't be a thing. But no, wait, you'd be surprised. Wait, do, doesn't Tampa meet Tampa meets uh, Montreal? No, nope, Tampa meets Boston. Is that how? Wait, are you sure? The winner of the North is facing Colorado Vegas. Okay, because how how I saw the bracket when I was doing yeah, my yeah, thing. Yeah. No, I saw yeah. Tampa. Are you sure? No. So yeah, Tampa Carolina faces Boston Islanders. Montreal Winnipeg faces Colorado Vegas. Oh, okay, okay. Listen, Montreal Colorado. Philip Deneau. That's all I gotta say. Philip Deneau. So anyway, moving on. You have okay, Tampa and five. I have Tampa yeah. six. Yeah. Let's go to Montreal, Winnipeg, Eric. Montreal coming off a game seven win, like we just said today. They have a day off tomorrow, and then boom, Wednesday they're in Winnipeg, uh, in the whiteout for game one. 
Eric, Carey Price versus Connor Hellebuck. Obviously, playoff Price asterisk versus Connor Hellebuck. Connor <laughs> Hellebuck was great in the series against Oh, Williams yeah, for sure. Edmonton. But, Eric, I will not let the Edmonton series influence how Winnipeg will play against Montreal because the yeah. Edmonton Oilers are a shitty playoff team. And as soon as you figure out how to shut down McDavid and Drysdale like the Jets clearly did, it's over. The series is over. Montreal mm-hmm. did it in the regular season. They would have done it in the playoffs if they faced them. So Winnipeg sweep, yeah, sure, they were down 4-1 in the, in the third. But since game one, they figured out McDavid. It was done from then on. McDavid exactly. had no answer. So, like, you know. I didn't think they were going to sweep, but they, they, they sure figured mm-hmm. out McDavid really well. And yeah, Winnipeg, very, very good top. I think mm. Winnipeg's top six is way more dangerous than Toronto's top six. Yeah. Obviously, their defensemen aren't as good, but they have the better goaltender too. So, Eric, I think this is going to be another game seven. I wouldn't be surprised. I think this is going game seven once again. Montreal, listen. I don't know how they're going to come out in game one, if they're going to come out tired or they're going to come out, you mm-hmm. know, playing off the momentum win uh, of winning in Toronto, closing that series. I don't know what it's going to be. We'll just have to find out game one because Shea Weber and Jeff Petrie played some heavy minutes in game six. Uh, they played game seven. They tried to play him less. Shea Weber only got like 22 minutes, something like that. But I don't know if those two guys are tired. They're very important defensemen mm-hmm. right now. They played pretty really well in the Toronto series. So Hopefully they come out health, uh, or sorry. Hopefully they come out uh, conditioned well, and same goes with the Fords and everything like that. Yeah. But Eric Winnipeg's power play is not going to be as bad as Toronto's power play this year. Too. Exactly, it's not yeah. going to be yeah. as bad. I know, I know. You know, yeah. Toronto had terrible numbers in the mm-hmm. in the in the series, yeah. and Winnipeg won't have those same numbers. Yeah, they have a da- they they have a way da- more dangerous, I would say, mm-hmm. power play than the leaps so mm-hmm. like i said like a few episodes it comes down to montreal's discipline they have to yeah. be in the series they can't let them take penalties and keep the game five on five because montreal is a better team than winnipeg five on five i believe um you know i'm not going to jinx anything but you know knock on wood mark shifley hasn't really showed up against the montreal canadians uh during the regular season so hopefully they can keep that game plan going that they have against shifley or whatever but I mean, Nick Ehlers is back for the Winnipeg Jets. They look like a completely different team when he's yeah. in the lineup. I mean, he's one of he's slowly becoming one of the best wingers in the league. So they get him back. And then, yeah, like I said, I think this is going to come down to Carey Price, the X Factor. Yeah, exactly. I believe, I really believe he's going to go to yeah. Winnipeg and play like he did in Toronto. So I don't think I have to worry about that much. And if he is, then, yeah, it gives Montreal a great chance to win this series for sure. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, though, Montreal doesn't play like they did in the Toronto series. Mm-hmm. When they score a goal, can they can they generate offense after that? Or are they just going to be on their heels? Is Winnipeg yeah. just going to totally eat them up? You know, like I said, in the series, in the Toronto series, Montreal has done this a lot. They, they score, and then they, do, they don't generate any offense. They get handed in their zone. They get saved by Carey Price. They cannot do this against the Winnipeg team. They can't. But Not to against be honest, the top six. I'm telling you, this is a good matchup for... I think this is a good matchup for Montreal. Mm-hmm. I feel because okay. if you, if you the look at the series was three, three, and three, three losses in OT. I know, I know, but a lot of the games no were like, OT, no OT, no games three would, on three OT. By the but way, but some of these games would be like well, seven. No, some of them. I remember there was like a seven. There was a blowout in Montreal, and then yeah. Winnipeg blew us out. 
Exactly. Uh, was, but like, to be honest, this is, this is a good series. And I wouldn't be surprised if, like, I, I think this is going to be a pretty low scoring series just because of how good the yeah. goaltending is on both yeah, sides. Yeah. But it really depends on, because I don't think uh, Montreal is going to score as much as they did in the Toronto series just because of Hellebuck. I know the defending is not as good, but I'm telling you, actually, no, I, I take that back. Because <laughs> I'm just thinking about the, the score in the series right now. They scored two. Then it was five one. That's three. Yeah. They got shut out one. Uh, okay. I think it was like two one. Okay, so that's maybe. four. And then game six was what? Three. That's six. And then here's seven, eight, nine. So they scored like nine goals. Like, I think. Like if you, this is how I see it. Like the defending for Winnipeg it really isn't that good. They let Edmonton score a, a couple goals on them, right? Like yeah, but McDavid you, somehow didn't. Yeah. I mean, they played well, but I like I said, yeah, but, I don't. But, really Hel- but Hellebuck, if there's something close to Carey Price, it's Hellebuck. Like Hellebuck's a really good. He, he's 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 always been up there as uh, one of the best best goaltenders in the league. Sure. But I'm telling you, it's it's really just Carey Price against Winnipeg's offense. That's all. That's all it is. Uh, like if if Carey Price can shut them down, they they could win the series. If Carey Price play doesn't play well, they lo- they lose the series. Yeah, for sure. Like. It's Legion's carry price. Yeah, for yeah. sure. 100%. And, yeah, the way I look at it, Montreal is a rush score team. They score off the rush. Yeah, exactly. But I don't understand how they wouldn't change their offensive game plan against this team. The Jets' defensive core is not that good. It's not good at all. Yeah, sure, they got Josh Morrissey. You know, Neil Pionk's good. But Neil Pionk's not that good defensively. Uh, Logan mm-hmm. Stanley, yeah, he could be a big guy in the corners and stuff, but... Uh, you know, this guy's not carrying the puck or whatever like that. This guy, exactly. they can box these guys in their own zone. Yeah. As long as they can cycle the puck, Eric. Keyword, cycle. Montreal mm-hmm. doesn't cycle the puck. And if mm-hmm. they cycle the puck down low, their bigger bodies, Neil Pionk and Josh, Morgan, Josh Morrissey are going to have a hard time breaking up that those offensive plays. Mm-hmm. But it just comes down to, you know, is Montreal just going to stick to that rush game plan and just score off the rush because yeah winnipeg's defenseman can easily yeah. stop the, a rush attack eric it's not that hard any defenseman yeah, can do it it's yeah. what down low toronto did that against montreal down low down low and it works yeah. really well with them it gives it turn it turns the puck a lot or it turns the puck over a lot and montreal turned it over a lot in their own end because of that cycle and 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 going down low so hopefully i i, I want to see that more of montreal in this series mm-hmm. cycling the puck going in the corners, making those small guys get the puck from you, making them f- force turnovers, and, and then score off those opportunities, basically. That's fair. And don't forget, like, do you remember that goal Gallagher scored today? Like, that's not happening on Hell. That's no. not happening on Hellebug, man. You're not so, going 5-0 on Hellebug that easy. Like, exactly. Like, and because, J- like, Jack Campbell, was, like, if you look at it, he was in bad. He was pretty good in the series. He was, in the series. He was bad in Game 7, mm. and he was not that good in Game 6. But, like, some of those goals, like, there, there's some garbage goals like the Kony, like there's like some yeah, yeah. tip like the the, the puck. I, I don't know. I don't, I just don't think ha, ha, this series is really tough to like because I'm hearing some bias from Jake. Oh, Jake's telling me oh oh like uh, Winnipeg's this this this, and then a bunch of Montreal people like but like I've seen the Montreal games firsthand, so like it, it's tough because I, I I didn't watch that many Winnipeg games, so. That's what I'm saying. Do you have any? I'll tell you that Montreal has been able to play up to the pace of Winnipeg five on five. They have been able to play with them for sure. It's not like Winnipeg's top six has been Mm -hmm. eating up the Habs. Like it's it's. I would say it's more of a thing of special teams where Winnipeg has scored on more opportunities than Montreal Mm -hmm. when it comes to the power play, and that's for sure why they've lost uh, those games. 
But five on five, they can they can keep up with the pace. Like yeah. don't don't expect Winnipeg to come in and and, and, just, and, and don't forget like if you look at Toronto is a better team than Winnipeg. Toronto faces Winnipeg. I, I believe and Toronto, they beat like, Toronto, but this is it's a matchup thing, right? Like, yeah, it's, it's not Winnipeg matchup. versus Toronto. Exactly. I know. I know. I know what you mean. But don't forget Winnipeg was only a third seed. Like Montreal, like could have like all like they're in that close, but like it was Winnipeg or yeah. yeah, exactly. So it's not like Winnipeg's that much better than and like. They're not even that much better. Like I don't even know who's better in the, in this case scenario. Do you, did you already ma- do you have a prediction for this series? What's happening? Yeah, well, what do you think? Saying, I think it's going to be Habs and seven. Okay. Oh yeah, you said already. Yeah. Okay. I okay. Think it's going to be Habs and seven, and yeah, pretty much just uh, they they keep the pace five on five. Mm-hmm. Just be disciplined, and please try the cycle. I want to see more cycling mm-hmm. of the puck. That is something I would look forward to. In game one, it's just you got to capitalize off the terrible uh, defensive core. I mean, and, and the size difference, right? You got Josh Anderson who's going to cycle the puck down low. You think Josh Morrison and Neil Pionk are going to get the puck from him? No. Mm-hmm. Montreal has a lot of these bigger guys than Winnipeg. Uh, so they're able to do that. They just don't cycle the puck, they score yeah. off the rush. They're an off the rush uh, scoring team. Uh, and yeah, that's easy to defend. You know, it's not going to, it's like Josh Morrissey and Neil Pionk. They can stop a rush with stick checking and stuff like that. Exactly. Make them use their side, you know, capitalize with your size. Use your sides, uh, use your big size against them, right? Exactly, Cycle yeah. the puck. I want to see that. That's what I want to see. That's what I want to see. And I think if they can do that, if they can figure out a, a plan to cycle, mm-hmm. then Winnipeg's D is going to turn the puck over and it's going to give Montreal some opportunities. So if they, if they can at least bring that up in the meeting room, in the tape room, whatever, they can look mm-hmm. at Winnipeg's tape. They can look at teams. Probably Toronto probably did the same thing against Winnipeg, cycling mm-hmm. the puck. And, and, you know, they'll probably look at that. So, but don't forget, they, they don't have too much work. time. Like, they don't have, they're playing Wednesday. Like. They play Wednesday. They probably <laughs> they have an optional skate tomorrow. Yeah. So, they'll probably, you know, Dominic Ducharme and the coaching staff have to get a game plan ready. And I think cycling the puck is one thing they for sure have to look at. Mm-hmm. It's not, you can't just keep scoring off the rush. Right, mm-hmm. it's, it's great to score off the rush, but you gotta you gotta get zone time. You gotta cycle the puck, force the defenseman to to turn the puck over in their own end. Mm-hmm. That's what Toronto did against Montreal the series. It worked out, and if it wasn't for Carey Price, uh, it would be Toronto Winnipeg right now. So, uh, but, but, but but do you think it's is is it more Toronto lost the series or is it more Montreal won the like? How would you see it? Do I you think Toronto lost the series for sure? That's what I'm saying. Well, huh? well like they're up three one. And it, after okay. that, it was just all mental. All mental yeah, games. Okay. That's fair, yeah. I mean, yeah, probably the choking, you know, of the past recent years came exactly. to their head after they, exactly. they couldn't close games out. Uh, Eric, I've watched the elimination games. There was nothing special in Montreal. Nothing, nothing mm-hmm. special. I mean, yeah, they wanted it more. They proved that they wanted more. They got the dirtier goals, right? Uh, they played harder. But at the end of the day, you know, there'd be times in the elimination games where we would score a goal and then we wouldn't get a shot for like 10 minutes. And it'd just be Toronto onslaught. So, yeah, yeah you know, um, Montreal didn't really surprise me. It was Carey Price that really showed up for this team. It, it, it really was. I mean, the guy stopped 13 fucking shots in game six overtime, Eric, to keep your team alive. 13 shots. And I Montreal know. capitalized off one mistake, Eric. One yeah. mistake Toronto made in OT. One. They made one yeah. mistake, and Montreal capitalized, and it was going to game seven. So, there have been times where the Leafs. I'd say they've dominated way more than the Habs in this series. Yeah. Hopefully they fix that and it, it, going into Winnipeg. You know, don't get don't get on your heels after you score a goal. Don't lose the momentum in your favor. You can't go stretches of 15 minutes uh, or a whole period of just pure like on your heels and just getting dominated. You can't. 
And, you know, it could be a possibility. Carey Price might bail him out, might not. Yeah. But I don't want to see it. You know, just get that mentality. Understand that for sure. One thing that, oh, we score a goal. Let's not put our foot off the gas mm-hmm. pedal, right? Keep it going. But I'm telling you, this is going to be a really good series. I'm I very do. interested. I don't think it's going to be a short series. I think it's yeah. going to be a long and series. And I'm excited with that Jake rivalry. Oh, my Jake God. Rivalry, Jake Vin- Vin- yeah. <laughs> who was our first guest on our first episode. Exactly. Big Jets fan. Yeah, might not be your friend after this. So fair. Uh, we'll but he's already out. he's already biking on the street with his flag. Going, so good, go Jets, go! And and I'll be honest, this series, like I'm not even gonna make a prediction because I just want to enjoy the series. And you mean be- you're not making a prediction? I want to hear you make a prediction because I don't want to hear anything. Uh, Montreal sucks. Uh, Winnipeg, go make your prediction. You got Winnipeg or Montreal, Eric? So I have to choose one. After I'm sticking. Make I'm a, a prediction. Fan of that team. You're sticking. So- you're not jumping the wagon. This is it. Your per- final prediction. So I'm making a prediction. And I'm 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 on that team. No, okay. you're not on that team. I'm just, on that. Who team. do you think's gonna no, win? No, just for this series. I think I got Winnipeg. No, that's a lie. I'm a, no, that's I'll go such a lie. You're going with Winnipeg. You, you got I have Winnipeg. Winnipeg. I'll, 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 I'll go with Winnipeg. Winnipeg in, in in seven. Okay. I mean, if, I it's, going to, if it's going to a game seven, I I I have no clue why would you you would take Winnipeg. Game, realistically, game seven. You're going against game seven. Carry Price. You're taking Winnipeg. Might want to say. Might want to say six. Might want to say Winnipeg and six. No, I, I'm sticking with seven. Like I'm, I don't know. I, I just know, have. I, I have a gut feeling for this. I one. just don't know how people can take the opposing team against Montreal in a game seven. Like you got this guy. Dialed hey, don't in, don't forget. In. Like you just because you, you won a game, game seven. seven. Who are you taking in a game seven? Carry just Price. You won this. Just because you won this game seven doesn't mean like Montreal doesn't have a bunch of like Montreal. Like, just saying, like if if you're gonna take that series to go seven games, right? One elimination game for both teams. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna go with Carey Price. I don't know. I'm just gonna look at the stats. That's but you all. still have to score goals. That's yeah, I saying. know that, but I'd say like more realistic. Like, wouldn't you say Winnipeg in six? I just feel like if it goes to seven, Montreal's winning this. If it goes to seven, Montreal's winning this. There's no way. But I'm, no, I'm telling you right now, this is gonna be a really good. I'm excited for the series. Um, like, oh my god, it's, it's gonna be, gonna be series. Be annoying, oh, yep, good Canadian match. It's gonna be a, yo, it's gonna be an annoying series with Jake. I'll be honest. Yep. but I, I might have to wear a, a Jets jersey for this series. I'm not even lying, just because you're getting me rattled a little here. How am I getting you rattled? But, nah, Winnipeg and seven, lock it in. It's all good. Winnipeg and seven, but I still like Montreal. I'm, I'm still like Montreal, but um. Mm-hmm. I probably like Montreal. It's so tough. I'll be honest. I'm sticking to my no prediction. No, you don't want to pick in seven. I already locked you, it you, in. You didn't hear it, but no, uh, it's yeah. locked in. Everyone heard it's locked in. Winnipeg okay, in fair. seven. By fair. Eric saying, I got Habs in seven. Yeah, basically. So uh, it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be a good series, like you said, to watch. A lot of these series are great series to watch. You oh, know, only yeah. good teams left, right? Got all the shitty teams out, especially Toronto. Exactly. Fucking playoffs. So thank God. <laughs> don't want that trash anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, if we have nothing else to say, Eric, it has been another episode of the Shit and Zang yep. show. We talked the Hab series and the NHL playoffs. Next week, probably be talking NHL as well. Maybe the NBA too, Eric. Some some playoffs uh, going on for there, sure. round two for sure. So keep in touch uh, and wait for that episode next Wednesday. And once again, thanks for listening, and we'll see you in the, in the next episode. Peace. Peace.